I'm Scott McGregor. And I'm Sarah Tonin. Welcome to Mindless Drivel. Make sure we're supposed to do that part together. Okay, we'll do it again. Welcome, Welcome to, to Mindless, Mindless Drivel. Drivel. Come join us as we discuss everything and nothing all at once. Listen to us ramble on aimlessly in the best two true freaks tradition. Listen as a real couple discuss the great philosophical nerd questions of our time and not kill each other. So grab a cup of coffee and find a spot on the couch. Or use our smartphones, you dumbass, which is probably how our tens of fans will listen to us. Join us here each month for the very finest Mindless Drivel you'll find. And one of the two few with any estrogen-related content. Also known as boobs. So join us for Mindless Dribble with Scott and Sarah, exclusively on the Two True Freaks Podcasting Network, as we discuss our various fandoms, celebrity crushes, and get to know each other as Scott tries to convince me that I'm actually a nerd. You are so a nerd. I'm a geek. You're a freak. Sold to the man in the office chair. Two True Freaks! Hello, Two True Freaks land out there in podcast listener hell. Um, I'm Scott McGregor, Scott 2.0. I'm sitting here with my significant other, girlfriend, whatever the hell applies to us people that are over 40 that are not married or have been married and probably don't want to be married again and, um, you know, get together and and do date things and, uh, you know, companionship things or whatever. But um, this is my girlfriend, Sarah Tonin. I, I guess I'm just here to prove that I'm not a figment of Scott's imagination. True, like some of you have uh, assumed Some of you think that I am the G- George Glass. Georgia of, Glass yes. of uh, Brady Bunch fame, um, which was Jan's, uh, for those of you under the age of 25 or so, um, was Jan Brady's make-believe boyfriend, you know, so she could uh, compete with Marsha, 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 who were, always, you know, was always getting the football players and shit, and her brother Greg, but oops, yeah. Um, and um, so, yep, yeah, this is my Georgia Glass, and I can confirm that she is a real live girl, and uh, much to my joy when I started uh, talking to her and going out with her, I realized that she was an actual nerd girl, and... Uh, Taken me years to admit it, but yeah. Yes, you know, it's it's the first step to solving a problem um, is is admitting that you have a problem, but I don't see it as a problem. Well, it all started way back at the table when I played D and D. Yes, yeah. Imagine my surprise when I I found I'd I'd started dating a uh, a fellow D and D player. The guys would come to my house Friday night after work, and we would play clean through until it was time to deliver warm bodies that weren't so quite awake to work on Monday morning. Yes, um, I believe like Mountain Dew and heavy coffee were always the order of the day. I had my espresso machine, uh-huh. and my DM was a right bastard. He played Calvin Ball. Anywhere you'd go to get someplace, he yeah. would, you know, I'd, I'd roll a 20 to save, and he'd like, no, fuck you, and I'm like, fuck. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah, we, we had some good, uh, <laughs> those days were a little cloudy for me, um, mostly because of some of the things I did directly after my D&D days that killed a lot of my brain cells. Um, but, uh... The best things in life end in Ian. Sure, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we've been going out for a very little while, actually. We met, uh, I think it was a tavern in Angmore Park, wasn't it? Um, yeah. And uh, you were a member of the Seamstresses Guild, and I, yeah. I vowed I'd take you away from all that. <laughs> <laughs> and... Uh, we walked along the River Ankh. Uh-huh. This is the only water that's solid enough to walk on. 
It's kind of safer than the ground. Well, and I, I'm already way past my my uh, my Pratchett knowledge. So I mean, she she dwarfs me in my my Pratchett knowledge. So I'm very attracted. Well, to Well, the that problem as well. with dwarfs is you can't tell the difference between the girls and the boys because the girls have better beards. <laughs> I don't think you're a dwarf. If you do, you hide your beard well. I shave. But anyway, uh, we we got thinking. <laughs> it's my nebulizer. Um, we got thinking that. <laughs> Long bottom leaf. Uh, that uh, Two True Freaks doesn't actually have like a nerd couple talking about nerd stuff. Not that we really think any place needs one, but uh, the mad bastard Arthur Ratnick kind of talked us into doing this because he liked our little bit for the most recent Game of Thrones uh, podcast, which you better be listening to right now because it just came out. Um, who knows when this will come out, but never, yeah, you, never. You never know. This is like this will be basement tapes for this will be Scott 2.0's basement tapes someday when I'm uh, dead and gone. They're digging up the old podcast archives from my uh, smoking, um, you know, laptop when it goes with me, and uh, they'll find this and be like, "These is you know, we can exploit this for money now because he's dead and he's worth more that way." Uh, that's the way it always goes. That's Picasso. <laughs> <laughs> Things are always bad. <laughs> we, we haven't quite decided, you know, what way we're going to go with this. Whether we're going to, you know, you guys already know like way, way too much about my life. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna allow my my significant other here to remain a little protected from you crazy nerd bastards. And um, yeah, I'll just keep a little, keep some secrets. Maybe we'll. Uh, we could craft a little fiction about ourselves, uh, you know. I like. So to, we're not going to talk about my tattoo. We are going to talk no, about your right. tattoo. That's the one thing that you dragged out of me. That. Yeah, yeah. Oh well. look, the tattoo. What's that? Oh well, that's my D and D Yes, and that that may have been, you know. That's the day you decided you were in love. Well, you know, or at least or that at least I wanted to see more tape. of your boobs. At least yes. bought more duct tape to um, tie me to this fucking chair. I'd like to get out <laughs> yes. now, please. Can I roll for a save? So yes, duct um, tape? if I may, just pat myself on the back. I have got a woman with her D&D character tattooed on her breast and never realized that was on my bucket list, but it was apparently, and now it's checked right off as are a few things with her, so that's very cool and always enjoying visiting the fairy dragon, <laughs> chasing that dragon. Um, and in a few years, when gravity takes over, it's going to look like Mothra, so you Mothra know, I'll get another versus... whole other fan base. <laughs> sure. And I'm down with the Godzilla stuff, too, so no problem there. Take your best shot, gravity. <laughs> Still a good laying on her back. Uh, <laughs> she says that, not me, not me, that won't go in. Well, we're going to have to pour over this together eventually and figure out what we're gonna feed you I hungry crocodiles for this whole thing. yeah well, I blame Ratnik for for most weirdness that goes on in the world and he usually accepts it so he's kind of like a cultural terrorist that way I think we're all kind of cultural terrorists yeah so this uh, started with what Walking Dead hanging it, out it did. hanging out on the couch with with you and uh yeah, and Mr. And, Ratnick. And Mr. Ratnick watching The Walking Dead. Yeah, and, and um, you know. So who's going to die this week? And that one died bloody, and oh God, please don't make me watch that again. Mm-hmm. And he'd go home, and I died, slip the the chloroform rag over your face. Does this chloroform to you? You know, I'd fall for that line every time. You'd think I would learn. And you woke up a few hours with a smile on your face. And we kid because we love. And I'm you know, very excited about this, but uh, I've learned a lot about Sarah. 
in the last few months and you know we decided to give this whole relationship thing a try and now we've been ordered by Demanza Corp contractor we're not allowed to break up or if we are we do break up yeah we have to have x number of shows before we can break up and then if we do break up and we think we can make that entertaining then we're to continue and you know give you it'd be a stiller and mirror kind of thing i hate you but i'm still gonna talk to you exactly and we'll try to get some kind of reality show train wreck for you guys to listen to if that happens but uh nobody is and we're going to have tens of listener Mm mm-hmm well, I, that's being, you know, I'm, you're, a, you're a glass half it's, full it's kind of person. It's not going to happen. This isn't, this isn't ever going to even make the air. It will make the air. I no. guarantee it. This is mandated by, by the top dogs at Demanza Corp. I am an unpaid intern. We're all unpaid interns. I just I slap producer on my name to make myself feel important because I cut up the audio. So technically that makes me a producer. Oh, be kind in the Photoshop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my last I don't think of, my last chance of the smoking hot body is a cremation so you know I, I don't <laughs> think I since I've set the standard for you as Sam Tarly and me as Gilly I don't think we can really get much it's all Anywhere uphill from there, from there yeah <laughs> so yeah we'll, we'll be we'll be generous or we'll spare you know We'll, we'll do it like radio, you know, where people never got to, you know, you never really get to see the face behind the voice. And when I used to be in radio, I used to meet a lot of people who would be like, yeah, You that, do have the you? face for radio. Yeah, I do. I mean, absolutely. So we, we can keep it like that and just never show you our, our, our ugly mugs. And, you know, you can have this fantasy that we're actually an attractive nerd couple. Um, <laughs> this must be good enough for each other, but I wouldn't inflict this on anyone else. Hey! <laughs> Also, she says this all the time. I'm going to get slapped for things that I'm only parroting. But we're not sure what the hell we want to do for y'all. This is, I guess, our inaugural uh, episode, but mostly just talk about nerd stuff. And we actually have, we don't have a lot of common nerd I'm learning comic books. I'm I'm attempting. I actually, I sat here while tied to this chair with nothing better to do. Mm -hmm. I guess I couldn't reach the TV remote. I tried to give you better things to do. I know. You decided comic books were more fun. Comic books are more fun. (laughs) Yes. Uh, yes, we've got a rigorous uh, tutoring program going on that in, involves, you know, taking off a piece of clothing every time she misses a piece of trivia. He changed the rules on me. It's now, you know, I roll for a twenty, I roll for a save, and it's now strict D&D. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't like it because I No, we're roll. using the fourth edition for this roll, not the original edition. Oh, uh, Calvin Ball again. Tables. I always end up with a T on this. <laughs> got a God complex. <laughs> The DM find, is God. I need to, That's the I need to find a new game. I we do it. We, we we rolled past a place in our, our little ville here of uh, Rachacha, and uh, I showed her where Millennium Games around here. My character is. ended up on top of a really big funeral pyre. I had a really big funeral. I said pyre I, I don't think ago. me and my buddies. I don't think we ever like really actually finished one entire adventure ever. You know, it was always we always had high hopes and high aspirations of uh, getting together every week and. And then inevitably we'd, we'd have, we had some really good DMs. My friend Chuck Champagne was a great DM, great storyteller, very intelligent guy. Um, it's another guy, Joe, that we played with for quite a while, who was a friend of Chuck's and strangely enough, but ex-boyfriend, a high school girlfriend of mine. Um, six degrees. Well, she's a small town shit. We all date and fuck at each other in small towns, so you know all that. 
Um, Thank God I left that town. Yeah, well, yeah. Oh, shit. Well, Wait a minute, what? Well, as Too I late. said, I, I'm pretty sure <laughs> since I was adopted, I it was at least a third cousin to my own wife, more than likely, so she had a huge family. Uh, my own grandpa. Mm -hmm. Everybody no. sing. No. No, we're not quite to a... <clears throat> Quite <laughs> a Lannister level of incest. Your Heinlein's all use zombies now, because um, that literally is my own grandpa. Um, That's skeevy. I think I'm it was sorry. Heinlein. Uh, yeah, he was a weird one. Wrote some good books though. But uh, yeah, our our D and D sessions um, they they tend to collapse every now and then because I used to play with a guy, Mr. Ratnick will know this name. We'll just call him John and protect the innocent, like his child. Um, and, uh, John was like kind of one of those players that probably gave DMs a headache, um, quite a bit. And, you know, not to the extent of like wanting some kind of weird saving role for, for every little thing, but we did do that too. You know, we always tried to be as creative as we could and, uh, John would just come up with the most like ridiculous situations. Or he was the one that would be like, I'm all of a sudden very jealous of my fellow party members, you know, magic sword, and I want to cut his throat in the middle of the night and take it from him. <laughs> and the DM would try to explain to him that that's really not in the spirit of keeping the party together to get through the adventure. Um, so John was the kind that kind of player that eventually the DM would be like, all of a sudden an owl bear appears next to you, rips off your neck and shits it on your head. You know, or something like that. Rips off your head, shits, shits down, down your neck. neck. Yeah, you'll get it. I'm dyslexic. I was, uh, to quote Robin Williams, I was the young kid at Halloween that would go around and say, trick or trout. You'd be like, it's the Williams kid. Better get him a fish. Um, had a, a couple of years ago, there, there, there are some people on this planet that call me mom. Um, at least not in public. But... A few years ago, my oldest son and his friend went digging through my bookshelf and come up with my D&D &D books, mm -hmm. and they decided that they wanted to play, so they brought the old broad out of retirement. Um, <laughs> here I am in a basement with early 20 young men, and they're trying to fumble their way through, well, how do I do this? And then it was... Yeah. It, it, it started out really, really bad, because I'm thinking, I'm the mom. <laughs> and well, is this right? Is this the way it's supposed to go? You've got the books, read them. And it took off, and it went rather, it went rather well. And uh, I've moved on because they no longer need my guidance, but yeah. I think yeah. they're actually still playing, you know, when the uh, green corn grows and the, the pipe gets passed. They're, they you still... said James looked like, looks like he could be a character from like a Conan yeah. adventure anyway. Yeah. I, and I, not I raised, a bad thing at all. I, I've, I've raised a couple of burly boys. Little guy. Um... I think I actually suckered either my mother or my mo or my father into playing um, once when I was, you know, I was not in my 20s. Uh, but uh, I don't know how that, it may have been my father and you've met my father now and I don't know how the hell I ever pulled that off. Um, Big step. Go meet the parents. Yeah, it'll be fun, they said. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, no. I don't um, think I ever guaranteed fun except for maybe my mom. <laughs> I, I told you my dad would probably be interesting. The only reason I am sitting here is because your mother told me I should. Yes, and uh, I, I, I said, okay, you know, you've asked me out a couple of times, and I kept saying no, and mm -hmm. she looked at me, and she gave me that mom look. Yeah. And she said, well, the next time he asked you, you really ought to yes. say yes. Please take my son off my hands. <laughs> Help so, me. Help so me now. So here I am. It's, this is all the fault of Mrs. McGregor. <laughs> 
Well, that, that wasn't really my plan. I hadn't really even planned on taking you up there. I just kind of mentioned it as we were chatting and on a lark. It was, was, it was like, nice to see home again. It really yeah, was. And, I, and I hadn't been to the, the north in many, many years. and uh, Just north of, north of end, North Park, we're talking, of yes. course. Yes. <laughs> Should have just started. up towards the end, the edge have. of the disc, where you know where you can see the turtles. <laughs> we probably should have created our fiction in a, in a, a world that I I knew the geography of better than I do. The disc world is flat. <laughs> well, I know that. And the turtle. On a turtle. That I know, but uh, four you know, elephants without a GPS, I'd I'd be pretty lost. I wouldn't be able to find the unseen universe. Just go hubward, and you'll be fine. Okay, I'll take your word on that. I'm sure I'll be. But wait a minute. If I stay with this woman, I, I'm sure like reading Cratchit will be one of the requirements of that well, then somewhere down the line. Doctor Who. You know, mm-hmm. And if you're an alien, how come you sound like you're from the north? Well, lots of places have north. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Eccleston. Yeah, we went Fantastic. on a nice little... This was almost... This was a quest. I mean, this maybe endeared me to her that much more than I already was. Um, in that we went on a little quest to find some information about Sarah's family. And uh, we found it, kind of. I mean, searched a couple libraries, as good wizards would do. We went to libraries and city halls and places with old dusty vaults and tomes. And and so, yeah, we had our own Some little Some books class. on chains. Yeah, yeah. Open yeah. that one and it bites. Now, the only yeah. books on chains were in the greedy New York State Yeah, New run. York State, $22 to do a thing on yeah, Ancestry. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah thank pretty you. much. It's like, yeah. Hurry you very much and have a nice day. No wonder why no one wants to live here anymore. <laughs> Yeah, she so, had to go down in the vault and find the dusty books. And everywhere else we went, and they're like, oh, it's in the vault. And we're like, oh, well. And they're like, oh, mate, give us a minute. They bring out a book. It's like, oh, there's the year you want. There's the name you want. Wow, look at that. Wasn't that easy? Yeah, so now I have a history, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but anyway, that's really boring. Sorry, guys. It is. Um, it is. But we're just giving this is the background one where we figure we, I asked Chris, um, or, you know, Arthur, Chris Honeywell, whatever. Um, you know what we should do because he kind of suggested uh, we do a couples podcast. Um, and Bad idea. It's it's a horrible idea. It probably is. It probably is. But that's never stopped us at two for two weeks before. Um, you know, I have a show about middle aged video game players. That's a pretty horrible idea on paper. <laughs> yeah, I wrote a letter to that one. <laughs> you did. <laughs> that was you know part of it too because you were you already knew my television viewing habits, so I figured I should invite you over and watch television with me, as opposed to just spying at me through my window. Yeah, you should uh, trim those hedges like <laughs> I could see the other side of the screen. <laughs> yeah. Um. But, uh, yeah, so we, we're going to be talking about, uh, maybe we'll do some, like, TV commentaries, reviews. Yeah, eventually I'll get you past the second season of Doctor Who. Yeah, um, I mean, I, I watched... Who back in the 70s, because it was one of our four channels. Of course we did. And uh, the Tom Baker, basically, is mostly all I remember. And Sarah Jane. And, uh... I am the girl that's got the bug out bag in case I hear the sound of the TARDIS. Mm-hmm. She's waiting for a madman in a blue box. A madman in a blue box to come take me away. And I've, I've already been informed of... of I hear her, that noise. I'm nothing but tail Yeah, the free game, you know, we're, we're devoted up to the point of our, our celebrity crushes, apparently. I, Love, I've, honor, and cherish until something better I've comes gone along. with uh, Drew Barrymore and Ava Green, <laughs> but only if she talks like she does in Penny Dreadful and glares at me like she does in Penny Dreadful. And uh, David Tennant is is my kryptonite. It's all over when David finally comes around, so... 
We're on borrowed time here, kids, because I know Ava's, I've sent her my phone number at least a hundred times. Yeah, and I saw the <laughs> cease and desist letter, and that was yeah. nice. It's framed uh, on the wall, kids. Yes, That's yes. Uh, <laughs> to add to my collection, Drew Barrymore. I think we've got uh, Susan Sarandon's up there. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, Doctor Who, and I'm gone. But uh, I respect that because, you know, I, I'm just, I'm waiting for, uh, turned around to Daredevil on Netflix. We'll probably talk about that a little bit. But I told her that David Tennant's going to be on another Marvel show on Netflix here coming up pretty soon. And of course, uh, the moistness began. And, um, <laughs> oh, this is going to be kind of R rated occasionally, kids. So. I'm wondering how well so listen to it while your parents aren't watching. I'm wondering how well a slap is going to sound in this microphone. You got a pretty good one. I don't. I don't think my head's got quite the acoustics. The acoustics are ratnick. The ratnick. No. I really. I publicly apologize. I'm sorry. I should not. He'll slap you back for apologizing. Well, yeah. He's not my guy, so I can't hit him. You, on the other hand, right, the beatings shall now commence. Fair game. Anyway, fair. Holder, you know, I take scratches too. Anywho, but <laughs> so um, member of many fandoms, I guess you would be. I don't know. I kind of always hated the term fangirl. Yeah. But, um, Doctor Who and every episode of Torchwood and. Uh, mm-hmm. And see, God, I watched. It's I watched. Too bad he bets for your team because holy <laughs> shit! Captain Jack was pretty much an uh, omnivore, omnivore as far yeah, as omnivore sexuality. As far as sex. But so. you know. <laughs> <clears throat> Male, female, or alien. Um, um, yeah. But I actually, yeah, I watched Torchwood. I started watching that just off reading good reviews of it and everything. And hello, it's like, you know, British Men in Black basically was the first synopsis of it that I read. And like, well, fuck yeah, because I don't watch anything British. Um, what I need to turn you on to is Mrs. Brown's boys. Um, so you've been telling me, yeah. It's, it's hilarious. Yeah. Brennan O'Carroll, I believe. Yeah, I believe that's his name. Dresses mm-hmm. up and he plays um, well, Mrs. You know, Mrs. Brown, and she's got a couple of kids and just her best friend Winnie, and it's hilarious. yeah. Well, I'm so I'm a child of Monty Python from if, way well, back if, because if you search <laughs> if you search YouTube, you'll look for Mrs. Brown's bikini wax. And so I grew up thinking hooked. that all British men dressed as women occasionally, essentially. Don't they? <laughs> yeah. They were, in my worldview, they did. It's like, wow, that's a crazy... No wonder we got away from that weird-ass country. Uh, but yeah, I, I started watching Torchwood before I even started watching new Doctor Who. And I just kind of fell out of touch with Doctor Who after Tom Baker, because I had school and girlfriends and drugs and other things to do. And kind of TV went away for a while. Um, but yeah, Torchwood, and obviously, I mean, I f- figured out as soon as I started watching it that there were a shit ton of Doctor Who references. I mean, he referenced the Doctor probably in the, the first... The whole freaking name is Doctor yeah, Who. Yeah, well, I didn't realize the anagram until later either, but... You are the dumbest genius I've ever I met. didn't know. Yeah, I am the smartest. <laughs> We've established that I'm the smartest dumb guy I know. Evil genius. Yeah, and then, 30 IQ and capabilities of a 10 year old. <laughs> Who ties your shoes for you? Velcro, baby, All Velcro. Right. Came out in the 80s for us morons. But you know, you're really good with a slip knot. Will you loosen this one, please? <laughs> Just a little. I'm losing the feeling in my hand. Yeah, if you're. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, send we'll get Velcro help. straps. Send help, please. We'll get Velcro straps for you. So oh, it's all gross. Good. Um, <laughs> 
But uh, yeah, so I mean, I I just I kind of decided then I just didn't get around to it that I was at least gonna check out because I you know did the whole wiki thing and the little cheating and figured out what where he fit in Doctor Who. And I decided I was gonna go check that out, but I hadn't got around to it. You know, till I met you, and then I, I got to see the Captain Jack episodes with. He started in the Eccleston, right? He came in and yep. near the end of Eccleston. Met a girl hanging from a barrage balloon. Yeah, yeah. In a, in a Union Jack T-shirt. Yeah. And I've since learned that he's probably the big face of. Um. Yeah. He tells a story once upon a time when he was a kid and yeah. he did some modeling and they called him the face of Bo. Yeah. Yeah. And they just you know it fades out. They're looking at each other, going, "No, which, really? Which Couldn't be." The, fa- the face, face of Bo is a giant head in a box for you which, kids that don't know. Which has popped up a few times and has been kind of obscure as to what's going on with him. But the episode I'm kind of in the middle of now, he shows up again and. Hopefully we'll learn you some more. You are sadly, sadly behind. I, Penny Dreadful just got me I started on Orange is the New Black. and uh, Every just, episode, Gotta Go to Prison. Every freaking... Um, Netflix, just, Netflix is my, it's my weakness. Yeah. I, I fully admit. I've I watched Daredevil. I've seen the X-Men movies. I'm, you know, just around the fringes. I'm learning comic books. We'll catch you up. Sorry, you know, forgive well, me. I, I told you, I'm, I'm like... I, I had things to do. I, I made people. I had other things to do yeah. other than read comic books. And she still outnerves me in a lot of areas. And I just, you know, it's the video games that take up all my valuable TV watching time. So that's why I'm behind on my shows. Oh, video research. games, no. I'm a professional, video games, no, 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 no. Professionally no. amateur video game player now, so. <laughs> <laughs> just because you have thousands of hours to do nothing. <laughs> no, no. Uh, yeah, that's an addiction she's helping me with, too. Uh, not quite as much time for video games, and I'm actually thankful for that. Yes, I take him out of the cave and yes. make him go see sunshine. Yeah, it's it's kind of just I sparkle in the sun. So no. uh, oh god, <laughs> I know what you are. Say it out loud. Insert vomit noise here. <laughs> but no, <laughs> I'm not. Going to. Uh, th- maybe this is one I should have laid on the table for you um, before we started this because this might be a deal breaker. But I have seen every Twilight movie there is, and. It may even get me removed from the group. I'm a completist. And I, I picked up a book. And that was like, that literally is, that was my hate watch. Uh, I've said in another podcast recently, I don't really hate watch anything. That was my hate watch. That was just, that was my, my. it's eluding me. The uh, Satellite of Love. MT. Oh, MST3K. Yeah, there we go. Mystery um, Science Theater. God, that's it, yeah, that the show. one. The first one was just so freaking Tom Servo, abysmally bizarre, and as as bad as I read it would be, that I just I couldn't stop after that because they just got progressively cheesier, and it just became like Sharknado three level of humor by the the last movie. And and vampire, I'm pretty easy. You throw vampires and fucking werewolves in the same movie and. I've seen movies so bad. If I can watch it for I've, free, I'll watch it for free. I, I have seen movies so bad that I thought they've needed bots in the front row yes. running the commentary. Um, There's a good chance we'll do stuff like that. Um, we're going <laughs> to do some, uh, you know, maybe like War of the Sexes stuff. I don't know. Uh, you know, rating different, uh, Which different celebrity has crushes the best and stuff. Ass. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> Luckily, there are a few female asses that I can look at in superhero land these days. But I'm also, you know, we'll both actually kind of comment on on both sides of that, too. So that should be really fucking bizarre. Excuse me. Um, so I don't know. We're going to just uh, roll with it and see what we can produce for y'all. Um, 
what other nerd things have we got in common? I said we had the Dungeons and Dragons thing. Uh, I'm, I'm getting indoctrinated into the Who. You've done some. Uh, you, you have, have actually bought comics. Me, you have not dragged me to the Agents of Shield yet, but I, I have watched Arrow and The Flash, mm-hmm. and like I said, all the X Men movies, and you know, I'm. I'm I look for Stan Lee and, and his yeah. little cameo. And well, I mean, I'm, I'm, I think it's cool that you got into the Flash and, and, and Arrow, and you know, there are more obvious reasons for some people to watch Arrow than just that it's a comic book show. <laughs> you got Stephen Amell there. It's I just admit Stephen the Amell and his ab nice, show. But I, I like <laughs> the, the story is good. Yeah, it's it's really the story is the story is good, and um, you know I, I started it because you said, "Hey, check this guy out." And I, yeah, uh, yeah, all right, because I've got nothing better to do. Yeah, but I, I watched it, and I I watch it. I I admit, okay, I'm stuck. I'm. It's not bad, you know. It's the, it's a standard CW. Everyone in this show is prettier than anyone else in real life, type of thing. Um, particularly, you know, vigilantes. It's presumably get beat up all the time and then have no bruises to show for it for very long <laughs> but um like netflix and daredevil right how yeah. the hell is he still walking right and that's uh yeah we, we went over that pretty well that was some crazy stuff and, and we can do you know we can do all these shows again from from having a female perspective or you know we won't repeat what Mr. Tyler said in another podcast that may or may not make it on the air. I don't know. It's always <laughs> nice to have a vagina point of view. There, oh, fuck you, go. Chris. Okay, thank you. There you go. See, I said it. You just rip the Band-Aid off and get it over with. <laughs> but, yes. I know what they're all thinking. Yeah, McGregor's got himself a girl, and now we have to listen to her on the microphone. So yeah, I'm no, sorry. Yeah. I'm being forced to That's do actually this, the guys. beauty of this, that you don't pay for it. You don't have to listen to it, and we don't really care if we do or not. Well, okay, yeah, I do. I have an ego about these things. Uh, we'll listen to it if no one else does. And we'll make uh, the mad genius next door listen to it because he, he, he brought this upon the world. As I said, I'm not the comic book fan from way back that some of the freaks are. I feel actually pretty inadequate compared to most of them. Um, but I do remember the old DC comics and the beauty about the CW, Flash, and Arrow is that they've just they've gone all in as far as, you know, the... Arrow's gritty and he's got the the grim dark going on, but that's appropriate for him. But they've pulled out all the stops as far as the the silly super villains, and I mean they they embrace that they are a comic book show. They're not trying to be apologetic for being a comic book show, which kind of the DC Very movie true. universe is is taking a lot of shit for because they're like, well, we're a superhero movie, but we want to make Superman realistic because guy from another planet that looks just like us that flies around in tights is super realistic and uh so i don't know that's neither here nor there you don't know enough about the the dc movies have you ever watched any like the batman begins and stuff yeah yeah i thought so i did i i've seen yeah i've watched the batman movies uh, this is where this is where i fall on my face and everybody turns away i'm not sure the difference between marvel and dc as far as like (laughs) um i i just know that they're i i like them and i really don't care the the argument of of this this universe is better than that one. You know, and that's really, I, I don't know who belongs in what universe. Is it Spider Man is here know, and X Man is there? It's the stories stand on their own merit, and I really you know it's a couple hours of mindless entertainment, and I. And you know what, Sarah? I think that's. I think a lot of us nerds wish we could go back to that place of innocence, <laughs> because. <laughs> 
We get fucking grumpy over this you shit. Do. Marvel I've, versus I've read DC. The you see in I've Marvel read the movies. Of, no, this one is like, the um, just, guys, we're just, to your corners. Get your crayons right. and think about what you have just said. I know exactly. Uh, talk about first world problems, kids. Uh, <laughs> this is pretty much the top of the list of first world problems. Whether Superman could fucking beat Spider Man in a fight or not, Which of course he could, but uh, or Batman. Um, but yeah, so I mean, you get to kind of enjoy it all just as is, you know. I get to sit we all... and watch you boys lose their lose your right. Minds. Well, because so we, we have... I I I like being I like being here because I get the view into, and sometimes it's really scary. <laughs> I get the view from the girls' perspective. You don't even realize I'm here. I get to see into the locker room and hear how you boys really talk, mm-hmm. and you're and a she bunch still comes of around sick too. bastards. I'm, I'm wondering how long that's gonna last. I'm. St- I'm going to have to start hiding some of my friends from you. <laughs> Keep you coming around. Because I listen to some of our podcasts now. I'm like, you know, it's, just, it's really that much of a wonder we don't have a ton of I wonder listeners. why no women listen, <laughs> Mr. Robinson. But, yeah. Ooh, <laughs> oh, called sorry. out. Called out. Uh, this is just disturbing on so many levels. <laughs> yeah, he, he needs to step away from the uh, the Navy stories occasionally. <laughs> no, oh, shoving the steak down the drain. Oh, gross. <laughs> But anyway, uh, yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, I think it's great that you get to watch that stuff because we have so much baggage. We're, we're we're all still viewing these things as ten year old boys. A lot and of us I still are ten year old boys. Never having been a ten year old boy. Right, so. right. Um, even though you were once a man, um, <laughs> so I've been told. But they did marvelous work, and that's cool now. Bruce Jenner, all that. Caitlin, I'm down. It's not true. <laughs> Speechless. I'm done. That'd be a first. I'm done. That's that's enough internet for today, kids. Turn it off. Go outside and play. Um, listen to what the first lady says. Eat five vegetables a day. <laughs> I'm still. We'll have to splice in Honeywell's tasteless joke to that because I'm not going to make it. But he would have. <laughs> I'm leaving space. Mm-hmm. Enunciate. But, uh, I think we'll maybe uh, wrap this one up and uh, we're just, you know, we'll try to come up with some topics and uh, entertain ourselves if no one else. And I'll probably throw my usual wacky sound effects and shit in here and we'll come up with some kind of. Now I'm truly frightened. Yeah, bizarre. Uh, well, we'll I think I've overdone it on the vomiting and, and, and bowel sounds. You are 12 year old and you you need to work on that. I'm only as good as the company I keep, I guess. (laughs) Peer pressure. That's enough internet for you. You've heard our our podcast. I've heard the uncut podcast. And let me tell you, kids, it's kind of scary. (laughs) There are are things that I now know that I really wish, you know, I knew. Yeah, mental floss and then some brain bleach, and I'll be able to carry on. If the FCC ever tries to ever tries to regulate <clears throat> podcasts, they'll have to pry our obscenities from our cold, dead mouths. Fuck it, we like it. That's why this is a great medium. You know, maybe oh, this, sometimes this we'll is just... all you. I am forced into this <laughs> <laughs> for only uh, at least ten shows, and then uh, you know, an option and for entertaining breakup break okay. stuff. Yeah. All right. Well, I think, can I, think I have he, that in writing, I think he, Yeah, I think he has an option on being able to record at least three hours of breakup arguments for the uh, the final episode. <laughs> <laughs> it better be good. Make popcorn, kids. Yeah. <laughs>
because this is going to end bloody. It might. Nah. Arya Stark's got nothing on me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you have been listening to Mindless Dribble with Scott and Sarah. Please return your brains to their original upright position and exit to the left of the podcast. If you'd like to keep us talking, throw us a topic suggestion or just say hi at mindlessdribble at yahoo.com. Mindless Dribble with Scott and Sarah is produced by Scott McGregor and Sarah Tonin and is part of the Two True Freaks podcasting network. No animals, children, or little old ladies were harmed in the production of this podcast. However, male co-hosts are subject to mild violence and excessive snarky criticism. Bye-bye. If you shop at Amazon.com, please consider using the link at twotruefreaks.com to shop there. If you use this link to go to Amazon and then you shop, Two True Freaks gets a little cut of what you buy, and it doesn't cost you anything extra. So you get to shop as usual and help out the Two True Freaks at the same time. Visit our website at twotruefreaks.com. Two True Freaks is always spelled T-W-O-T-R-U-E-F-R-E-A-K-S. You can email Two True Freaks directly at twotruefreaks at gmail.com. Two True Freaks and all of its excellent affiliates are available on iTunes, and you can choose to subscribe to either the entire network if you wish, or pick whichever individual shows you want to follow. We have so many shows to choose from, there's just bound to be one that appeals to your particular fandom. Just search Two True Freaks with an exclamation mark at the end, space, and the number two. You can find Two True Freaks on Facebook. Just search for Two True Freaks. If you ever leave your house and you actually have friends, why don't you tell them about Two True Freaks? If you've enjoyed our show, please, won't you take a moment to rate us on iTunes? That helps others find the show, too. Thanks for listening. And join us every Monday for new episodes of Two Two True True Freaks. We were finally invited aboard one of these spacecraft, which landed near Ann Arbor, Michigan on October the 24th of 1954. This is a drawing of the craft. As I was leaving the craft, the commander, Soltek, said, soon others of your people will be able to have an experience similar to this.